This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We have, though, with us right now, Albany County DA David Suarez. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, it's amazing, uh, District Attorney, you know, you are obviously a Democrat, yet you are so frustrated with all these bail laws uh, that are going on. And that was the big thing that DeSantis talked about just a few hours ago when he was here in New York. How is everyone doing today? I uh, certainly didn't mean to uh, raise a fuss, but it's difficult. Uh, it's difficult watching uh, watching your staff uh, be overworked uh, as, as prosecutors with uh, these reforms. But it's it's much worse watching its impact on the streets of, of Albany County, where we see uh, the, the the worst impact taking place in uh, the very neighborhoods. We were promised these reforms would uh, would help. Mr. District Attorney, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Welcome to Cats at Night. I read uh, your remarks. It was printed in the New York Post and the article saying that you were excluded by the Senate Democrats from testifying because they didn't like the message you were going to say. I think that's absolutely awful. The censorship of you because you have a different opinion about the impact of these so-called reforms that are threatening public safety. And you're to be commended. I told John Casmatiz this morning, as far as I'm concerned, you're the man of the year. <laughs> well, I, look, I, I wouldn't go that far. There, look, um, I think that, that, that people are well-intended. Um, these reforms are certainly, I believe that the authors were well-intended. <clears throat> However, uh, we, we as a, the District Attorneys Association have provided early warnings for what could, what this could possibly lead to. And um, we couldn't even even imagine that these would be the results. And, and I think I wasn't going there to attack anyone. I was going there to hopefully engage in, in reflection, uh, providing them with information from, from my personal experience, watching over a, a county that uh, historically has enjoyed incredible lows in, in crime and, and communities that have uh, prospered. <clears throat> With, with low crime rates, now all of a sudden being so disrupted. I mean, the idea that we have 16 and 17-year-old young people who were apprehended more than once with loaded firearms and prosecutors are prohibited from, from holding them accountable in adolescent parts is just, this could not have been the intent of the Raise the Age statute. And so my, my intention was not to offend anyone. Uh, but but to point those issues out, hopefully help um, in, in fixing these flawed reforms. Uh, but that was not to be. Mr. Attorney Soros, this is uh, former Congressman Pete King. Let me also commend you on what you're saying. The irony in all this, though, is that the statement that you made just several years ago could be made by any Democrat or any Republican. It wouldn't be that controversial. And also, I agree with you. Say, I'm sure these people meant well in the beginning. That happens you know, was, uh, many times in politics and government. Uh, you mean well, and it goes wrong. The idea is uh, own up to the mistake and correct it. Don't just you know, you know, dig yourself in stronger than ever. That, that's exactly the, the the position that I was taking. And I was like, again, uh, Your Honor, I wasn't. I was not hoping to embarrass anyone, and I was I was not going there to to attack anyone. Uh, but I did want to point out th- these experiences and. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can one suggest that we're a safer, more equitable state when, um, again, we have young people who are, are carrying and engaging in the most violent of acts, uh, not being held accountable? So, but the question is, um, 
are they going to do anything? I mean, did you feel like it fell on deaf ears? Well, I'll tell you who is listening, and, and that's our governor. Um, you know, the, the posture that she has certainly taken um, with her state of the state and, and looking to provide more resources to law enforcement, in addition to asking um, that we revisit the, the least restrictive uh, condition, which is what every single judge. And, I, and again, I want to take a moment here and just briefly explain, because I've, I've watched with interest what's happening in your subway systems and, and the fact that, you know, leaders promise more policing. Well, more policing is great. But the fact of the matter is when those police eventually make those arrests, no matter how many people are arrested, it's still going before a judge that must apply the least restrictive condition. And so I, for one, am really happy that, that the governor has decided to take that on. And, and I'm hoping that she can get much more support because that will go a long way into fixing some of the problems that we're experiencing now all throughout the state. I will tell you, uh, it's, uh, it's Judge Weinberg. I will tell you, Mr. District Attorney, I speak to the judges all the time, and they're absolutely frustrated. They have dangerous people. We have recidivists. They can't hold them in. They can't set bail. That least restrictive test is an awful test, they tell me. The age issue about raising age is terrible. The other thing that you should discuss, which causes a lot of DAs down here in New York City uh, dismissing cases, is because of the discovery laws because they don't have enough time to do what's necessary to process the cases. Would you comment on that? Judge, and I don't have to tell you because you're you're 100% correct. Not only have have they made it impossible to hold dangerous people, the dangerous people that are repeatedly causing harm, not only have they made it impossibly impossible to hold them while their cases are proceeding through the process, but now we can't even hold them accountable because of the sheer volume. And and as you said, uh, my downstate colleagues have seen you know anywhere from uh, a forty to fifty percent dismissal rates on misdemeanors. And by the way. Misdemeanors are important because a lot of our retailers, not only here in Albany County, but but retailers all throughout the state, you know, most of these offenses that are occurring in their in their businesses are are, are petty larcenies or, or petty offenses, but yet again can't hold individuals accountable. And I don't think that businesses closing are, are going to be contribute those things, those conditions are not going to be contributing to the health and, and vibrancy of our state, which again I'm hoping that we do have some support in, in the governor's um, a bill to revisit the least restrictive uh, condition. But you are 1,000% correct in discovery is, is hurting um, offices all throughout the state. DA, I, I, I pray that the governor puts her foot down and say enough is enough. And, you know, when I, I met with the, uh, the governor uh, five days before the election, I said— my only uh, contention with you is the the fact is uh, uh, these violent criminals, <clears throat> repeat violent criminals. And originally, uh, the uh, police commissioner said there was 3,000. And now when the governor met with Eric Adams, Mayor Adams, uh, last week, says 2,000. Well, 2,000 violent criminals make 8.5 million people miserable. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, um, I, I know that these lawmakers had intended to uh, bring more equity um, to the criminal justice system. That has not been the result. The, the result is you are still seeing a small number of people creating the most amount of harm. And, and speaking of our governor, uh, I, I have not uh, I have not held my tongue when things have been done or said 
um, uh, by, by this administration. Uh, but what I can say is over the last several months and the last several times that, that we have met, um, she's made promises uh, about getting stronger and tougher on, um, on, on these reforms. And we have, as a state we'll have know. A we'll know. We'll know. DA, yeah. uh, we'll know over the next few weeks who's going to be the real governor. Is it going to be the state Senate or the Governor Hunkel? Because if, if she doesn't put a foot down, what's your prediction? Uh, we have to support our governor because if the state Senate continues to pass these reforms and continues on the track uh, that they have been, um, I fear things are only going to get worse. And there's plenty of blame in the state assembly, too. Let's not forget the assembly because they've been pushing it as well. Yeah. And boy, after the whole thing with the judge thing, it's been such a mess. Right. Also, Jay, as you said, it's black lives are still being shot by yeah. bullets. That's the, that's the black reality. Black and brown are overwhelmingly suffering the victimization DA, here. D.A. Suarez, thank you for everything you're doing. And thank you, more important, for speaking out on it. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.